850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm your host, Gary Duncan. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good to talk to you this afternoon, and God's blessings on you and your family. Well, thanks. Gary, you got a big event coming up this weekend. Yeah, we've got a granddaughter getting married on Saturday, so we're looking forward to that. So it's well, be... we'll we'll uh, certainly keep Annie and Dalton in our prayers for well, their wedding. What a great and wonderful time that is. Yeah, we we appreciate that. And so today we want to talk about Ruth and a, a hymn that you're going to tie together with uh, women, right? Women. Okay. Uh, there's there's a hymn in the uh, in the uh, hymnal called "For All the Faithful Women." And uh, Ruth has one of the uh, one of the um, verses in this hymn. It's amazing. There are let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine verses for different women in the Bible in this hymn, okay. and all of them are you know unique to each of those nine women. So it's a unique hymn all the way around. The hymn is called For All the Faithful Women. So let me uh, give you a little bit of background on Ruth. You might remember, you might not, but I'll give you a little bit so we can understand what we're talking about here. Ruth is rightly included among the faithful women who have verses about each of them in this hymn. Naomi and Elimelech, that's her husband, were from Bethlehem. They moved with their two sons, Malon and Chilion, to Moab because of a famine in their homeland. In time, Naomi's husband died, and her two sons married Moabite women, Orpha and Ruth. No, not Oprah, Orpha and Ruth. (laughs) In time, they too became widows, and Naomi pleaded with their daughters-in-law to return to their families in Moab. Both Orpah and Ruth would have been within their rights and the customs of the day to return to their own families. Orpah did return, but Ruth remained steadfastly by Naomi's side. Naomi pleaded to Ruth to return to Moab. And here are the verses from Ruth chapter 1. But Ruth said, Do not argue with me uh, to leave you or return from following you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. Those verses might sound familiar to you. They're often read at wedding services. And uh, this, the context here, is, as I said, is not, not about a wedding at all. It's about a daughter-in-law who has decided to continue to live with her mother-in-law in another country. So at any rate, uh, let's do a little bit more on Ruth here. Ruth would return to Bethlehem and would end up marrying her late husband's kinsman, Boaz. Ruth and Boaz would have a son who would become the grandfather of King David. Ruth is remembered for her loyalty and devotion. In addition to her being a faithful woman, Ruth would be remembered among the ancestors of Jesus. Ruth is one of the women mentioned in Matthew chapter 1 when you have a list of the genealogy of Jesus. Not many women are mentioned, but every one of the women who are mentioned had unique circumstances behind their story, and Ruth is one of them. That's an amazing thing all by itself. Let me give you a little bit of uh, how the hymn for all the faithful women sounds. This is the first verse. For 
for all the faithful women who served in days of old. To you shall thanks be given to all their story told. They served with strength and gladness in tasks your wisdom gave. To you their lives bore witness, proclaimed your power to save. This hymn's an interesting one. It was written by Reverend Herman Stempfley, who you may not have heard of. Uh, he served 27 years as a professor and dean and president at Lutheran Theological Seminary, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Interestingly enough, Gary, Vicki, and I have been to Lutheran's Theological Seminary in Garysburg, Pennsylvania, because um, we had a relative that um, got married uh, nearby there, and so we took the chance to look over all the things in western Pennsylvania and saw the seminary. Uh, that seminary is located on the battlegrounds of, of, uh, of, of the uh, Battle of Gettysburg. Wow. And there's quite a story behind it. Yeah, we'll, there, we'll do that another time. I'm sure there is, yeah. Yeah. We are told that during his years as president, uh, Reverend Stempfley uh, doubled the housing capacity of students and launched the Gettysburg Music Service and welcomed the local YMCA to the campus and navigated through what was called turbulent times. I don't know exactly what that was uh, until he retired in 1989. So it's a relatively new hymn. This hymn includes verses about Moses' sister Miriam, Hannah, the mother of Samuel, Mary, the mother of our Lord, Martha and Mary, Jesus' friends, uh, the woman Jesus met at the well. Remember, Jesus met the woman at the well. And he told me, anyway, you know, you know yeah. that song. Yeah. Mary Magdalene, Dorcas, Eunice and Lois. Uh, that's the grandmother and mother of Timothy. So it, it's quite a collection. And uh, when you get to uh, verse 7, you hear all about Ruth. And here's the story of Ruth. For Ruth, who left her homeland and ventured forth in faith, who pledged to serve and worship Naomi's God till death, we praise you, God of Israel, and pray for hearts set free to bind ourselves to others and love in loyalty. So that's the story of Ruth reduced to a hymn verse. But it's interesting that this hymn specifically talks about different women and, uh, and their callings, and all of them are biblical women. So the hymn concludes with a summary of all of these women uh, who were dedicated in the verse. O God, for saints and servant and those unknown, in whom throughout all ages your light of glory shone, we offer glad thanksgiving and fervent prayer we raise, that faithful in your service our lives may sing your praise. It's a good opportunity that we have to remember faithful women and the contribution they've made to us in our lives. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we conclude yes. this segment? This is interesting. This prayer was written uh, to be prayed in conjunction with this hymn. So these aren't my words, but there are some interesting words in this hymn. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the faithful women mentioned in this hymn and those whose stories we read in the Bible. We also give you praise and thanks for the faithful women we have incarnated in our pilgrimage here in faith, on earth in faith, 
Help us to appreciate their faithfulness and to emulate it in our own lives. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next time? Well, next week we have one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. It's one of the scripture readings. This is the one that talks about the persistent widow. I don't know if you know that story or not, but it's a it's a parable of Jesus. And she asked she asked an unjust judge to give her to give her justice and finally she just wore him out and he said, All right, fine, I'll give it to her because she's driving me nuts. And Jesus uses this as an example of prayer. So the hymn we want to talk about connects it to the parable with the words uh, of the hymn, Lord, take my hand and lead me. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week, Gary. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Thanks for being on the program today. You're most welcome. Have a good day. You too. We're the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.